G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. 2020, bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au. And my guest today is Dr. Rachel Carling Jenkins. Dr. Carling Jenkins was elected to Victoria's Upper House or the Legislative Council at the election last year, representing the Western Metropolitan Region for the Democratic Labor Party. And she gave her first speech to Parliament last week. Dr. Carling Jenkins, thank you for joining me. Not a problem. Firstly, can I ask where you've come from and, and what has motivated you to get involved in politics? come from a working class background where my parents valued um, God and valued education and instilled in me I guess a bit of civic responsibility. So I worked for around 20 years in the area of welfare. I had a variety of roles particularly in disability and in mental health and then moved into academia for a few years as well and working in that kind of field gave me an awareness of a broader range of issues around funding, for example, and around the impact of legislation on people's lives. I also uh, was motivated to go into politics because I, I had been a swing swinging voter, I guess, which I think a lot of Christians are, a swinging voter for a long time, and I had a gradual awareness of my the importance of voting. And each time I would come to vote, I would look at the different parties and I would look at websites such as ACLs and and try and find out as much as I could about candidates. And I guess I was discouraged that there was a lack of vision within um, candidates overall, um, particularly within the major parties. So I decided I shouldn't be criticising from the outside. I should try and get get in. So I decided to pursue a political career myself. Now, Rachel, you have a PhD in social science and you mentioned that you've worked in the areas of disability and mental health uh, as well as being in academia, uh, this is a, an area I imagine you're quite passionate about. What do you hope to achieve in these areas as a politician? I guess I hope to achieve um, a greater awareness of the needs of people with disabilities and people living with mental illness. I'd like to raise awareness of the need for support, not just a medical model of care, but a supportive model, an inclusive model. There are a lot of different areas where people fall through the cracks, I guess, and, and I like, I'd like to pick up on those. So there's a lot of people who are still struggling for respite. There's a lot of elderly carers who struggle um, daily with the increasing needs of their own health needs as well as the health needs of their children who they've been looking after for a very long time. So one of the areas I worked in more, most recently was in dementia care for people with intellectual disabilities. So I'd like to raise awareness of those kind of issues. Okay. Now, now last week you gave your first speech in Parliament. I didn't see it, but I have read it. And just reading it, you can feel the passion that you bring to Parliament and uh, you've spoken about the, the mental health and disability areas. Um, there are some other areas as well. You, you referred in your speech to William Wilberforce and uh, made a comparison between slavery, which Wilberforce fought to defeat in the 1700s in England, 
uh, a comparison between slavery and prostitution and abortion today. Can you expand on on this a little bit for us, please? Sure. Uh, Wilberforce has been a, a hero of mine for a very long time. Just his tenacity that he w- kept going for 20 years over something that he was really passionate about. Today we look back and see slavery for what it is. We see it as inhumane. Uh, we see it as completely unacceptable and we would never want to go back there. I see a lot of comparisons today with the issues that we're facing now around human trafficking, particularly in the area of prostitution, and around abortion. So slaves, for example, in the 1700s were commodities. They weren't considered people. They didn't have the same rights. And I see babies in the womb in exactly that light. They're commodities, they're not recognised as people, even children who are viable in the womb. Victoria has the worst abortion laws in the world. Babies are aborted in Victoria up to the day of their birth and they can be aborted for reasons such as social reasons, however that is defined. So I think in the future we will look back on this as not just a tragedy but as inhumane and that we will find it as shocking. And I pray that we will find it as shocking as looking back on what Wilberforce fought for in freeing the slaves. Yeah, I I think you're right. I hope you're right. You said in your speech as well, Rachel, that God would be your guide until the end. How important is your faith to you now as you sit in Parliament? That's a very good question. Look, I've been through a lot in my life. I've experienced uh, a lot of rejection, including from the church. I've lived as a single mother for a very long time for example and all the consequences of that and and the judgments I've had around that and the only thing at times that kept me going when there was no money or very little money to go around for my son and myself and it was a struggle emotionally and socially um, the only guide I had was God and I'm very grateful that my parents instilled the value of God for me. And I actually, in fact, had a lot of people at churches ask me, why? Why do you bother still coming to church after everything you've been through? And my only answer is, I have to. God is my safety net, and he always will be. And I think that that is going to fit very well for me in Parliament. It is a very hostile environment. I'm in there with a lot of people who do not share even part of my values not even a part of my passion, and I believe that I'll be relying a lot more on God. Mm, Okay, Dr. Rachel Carling-Jenkins, thank you very much for your time today and all the very best as you start your new career in the Victorian Parliament. Thank you very much. I appreciate your time, and please pray for me. Like what you've just heard? There's more great podcasts, or you can listen to us live at vision.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation of any amount will help us continue connecting faith to life. Learn more or donate today at vision.org.au.